You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSC has opened its doors for another day, so it's time to have a look at the opening with Skulklo, who's a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth Old Oak in Cape Town. It's doing it again, Skulk. The market's doing it again. Yesterday, just let me give you my... I always use the S&P 500 as my reference. It was up around about 2% before um, mm. b- before the Fed came out with whatever it said, which you're going to tell me about later. Uh, and then um, on the close, I think the S&P was down about half a percent. And now this morning, the futures are down 1.5%. What happened last night? Well, okay. So so uh, just to, to, to recall, I mean, we, we our last discussion... Uh, you know, we're, we're run the, the fact that the Fed was was ready to well, Powell more specifically was ready to 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 give his feedback, um, and I think we were, you know, I think we mentioned and we looked at the volatility for on on Monday and and uh, Tuesday, and not just volatility, the big swings, you know, the the massive massive decline in the market first part of the day, and then hard actually retrace and eventually ended, you know, positive. And we asked the question: Do do we think? Uh, the market will, will will stay as positive, and I think both of you and I were were, were quite doubtful. <laughs> so yes. now it's easy to 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 say when we gave up back, you know, all that all that let's call it uh, unrealized gains. And um, so 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 in short, I mean, I'm not going to give give, uh, give feedback on 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 the whole of Paul's, uh, you know. Uh, you know, speech and, and his, you know, the Fed feedback. I think that the, the the bottom line is, as they now mentioned that they they could start as as soon as March to start raising interest rates. I, I've been going you know, across all media outlets this morning, and I think it it varies between you know people saying that we should see. Um, a, a quarter of a percentage raise, you know, in March we could even see a, a half a percent, you know, raise in March, um, which if that's going to be the norm uh, every quarter, that that could be quite a quite a let's call it a cool down for markets if we're going to see a half a percent every quarter. So, yeah, but but he also had these little little tidbits, you know, when we look at um, you know Bloomberg's commentary while they were. Uh, he actually, quote unquote, you know, Fed can't predict what monetary policy the Fed, actually, quote unquote, you know, Fed can't predict what monetary policy path will be amid uncertainty. <laughs> so oh. it's sort of double options, I said. You know, you know, on one side, you know, we we're going to raise interest rates and we're going to combat this inflation because you know, Powell, you know, in his speech, in numerous times said. Inflation is is definitely a much bigger problem than they originally anticipated. Um, they need to combat this now. This is now this is now you know a, a dark focus. We need to look at this. Uh, but then next thing they say, well, well, but 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 if there's uncertainty, then 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 this monetary policy path, you know, might be a different one. You know, so I don't know, Lindsay. I I got this double options. You know, so 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 my big question is. What happens if we start suddenly see some 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 market unrest? We we know there's some 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 uh, some hostile moves coming between you know Ukraine. Ukraine now it mentioned that they 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 actually wrote back to 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 Russia and they 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 feel you know a lot of the demands are are, are you know they're not going to be able to meet that and 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 now they're waiting for Russia. You know I don't know what they're waiting for Russia for. You know are they waiting for? For for the big boom or, or or the the big bang, but I mean they, 
they're waiting for Russia. We know that that environment, that whole Eastern Europe environment is, is really on a knife's edge. We've seen the markets over the past three days, and we know the markets is in, 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 on a knife's edge. So, you know, if, if you're talking about uncertainty, you know, uh, you don't need to look much further than, than, than you know, just look around you. So, yeah. I don't know. I think Powell's speech were, 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 were very iffy, my personal opinion. They, he, he said, we, we're going to combat this inflation. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. But, but if there's uncertainty, well, you know, that's, that's, that's it. We're not, we're not going to necessarily do this. We might do, you know, something else. So, but anyway, the market doesn't like the whole environment. The market is is, yeah. is jittery. It's not at the lows that it achieved mid-session yeah. on Monday, but S and P suddenly uh, well below forty three hundred. But as as we know, I mean, you could go you could go get back to bed now for twelve hours and wake up and say, was that a dream? Because the S and P's up one and a half percent now. We we just know that's the nature of this week's trading, and it makes for good broadcasting, but probably has a few day traders a little bit sweaty. Scott, yeah, there's quite a lot coming out of the Stock Exchange News Service this morning. ShopRite, Lewis, Pepcor, all with trading or operational updates. And the Anglo-American stable has been busy crunching its numbers because we've got uh, production reports and sales reports from Anglo-American, the parent, Anglo-American Platinum, and also Kumba Iron Ore. So you've got a lot to explain. I mean, you can cherry pick, though, if you like. Yeah, I think um, let's. I mean, again, not a not a not a lot of lot of news. So so let's let's cover. Um, you know, uh, Lewis, they, they brought out a trading statement. Um, sales increased by 12.7. That actually looked good. I mean, I must say, you know, this is the nine months to December. And, and we've often, you know, the feedback lately, it's a very similar trajectory like that the, 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 the clicks have shown. You know, Lewis really, every time we've, we've had some feedback over the past, it's called a two, three years, you know, even with, with COVID and lockdowns, I mean, this is a store. Well, it's a call to the company that's that's really been looking, um, you know, on the recovery path. So, so in, in short, you know, merchandise sales increased by twelve point seven percent, as I mentioned. Yes. Comparable, you know, stores grew by ten point three percent. There was a you know solid um, improvement in the quality of their debtors book. Um, you know, so that improved for the nine months. So, in, in general, I, I thought it was 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 looking good. There's no no movement yet today. I mean, uh, I haven't I haven't traded yet, but but I mean, that's that's a sort of a win when you look at the JSE all share that's currently down over two percent. You know, no trade yet or no change yet is, is, is you know most probably you know somewhat good. But then we go over to Pepco, and. Uh, not that good. Um, you know, revenue in it for 31st of December, that increased by 1.3% to 22.8 billion rand. Um, yeah, you know, compared to the, the, the previous previous year, yeah, this is not, not, not a massive, massive jump. They, as, you know, as, as Cashbuild yesterday you know, mentioned in their trading statement, yes. is that they were definitely affected. The growth and the revenue was heavily impacted um, by by the looting, 161 stores were looted. I mean, wow! I mean, that's that that sort of. I understand that we know that the cash bill, and I mentioned quite a few times. Every time we were watching this looting live on 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 uh, on television, um, I always for some reason saw a spa. And I saw some 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 willies, but I also saw quite a quite a lot of uh, pipcos being looted. <laughs> so yeah, it's um, I, I think it's 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 it's, it's unfortunate. Um, and, and that definitely impacted their, their, their sales for this period. It just shows and you that, that even looters have their favourite retail shops. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, again, again, uh, we're laughing, but but it was actually you know extremely sad, and and this is now starting to. I mean, we we saw crash build yesterday. We saw um, you know a lot of stores. You know, we've we've had feedback from 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 Spa mentioning that you know some of their stores are still not open, and some of the 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 uh, you know. Uh, take, uh, uh, takeaway shops. I can't remember which which company you know, it was famous brands or uh, I know a lot of those people said you know these 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 steers or wimpies and things are not not even open yet. But be that as it may, uh, Pipco share price not liking the update as well. We're looking at a at a share price that's currently down over two point four percent this morning. Not good at all. Okay, um, uh, what else have we got here? I've got the. I sent out a tweet last night, and and sometimes I, I just get too clever with my my, my tweets. I've got to, I've got to not dumb it down a bit, but make it more accessible. Because I said, oil is now a nonagenarian, uh, and uh, a telegram from the Queen is still in its sights now. That meant that oil is now above 90 or at $90 a barrel. And when you get to 100, you get a telegram from the Queen. I didn't get any response to that at all. But the point was that at one stage, the oil price was about $90.50. It's pulled back today to below 90. But again, I mean, these are numbers that we couldn't have even have dreamt of two years ago, Skalk. And it impacts everybody worldwide. Yeah. Everybody has some exposure to oil, in, whether it be directly or very indirectly. Well, I want to. I want to go as far as say everyone is affected by the higher world. I mean, because yes. we need to eat. Everyone. I mean, we need to eat. How, how do you think your 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 food produce go, you know, goes from point A to point B? I mean, that that is done and affected by by fuel. That's affected by the world price ultimately. So, you know, every single person, and we see it now in in, in inflation. I mean, the inflation number that's coming through, um, not going back to Powell's speech again. But but I mean, just just go and. I want to. I want to invite every single listener. Just go and type in, for instance, lumber prices, and and, and on on lumber prices, you you must probably see you know your your food prices like wheat and corn and soybean prices. Those, all of these prices are being affected by things like supply chain blockages. Supply chain blockages affect the oil price, affect the petrol price, affect the. But it's. I mean. You, how does that song go? The, the neck bones, the head bones connected to the neck bone, neck bones connected to the backbone, and, yes. and so forth. I mean, and that's where we are currently with inflation. Everything is connected, and unfortunately, I don't see the the light on the shorter term, you know, of the tunnel. We 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 need to sort of end certain things. You know, COVID really needs to be something on the past, in my view, to really open up and really get the supply chain running again. Do do we see that that happening over the next you know month or two? I don't know. I'm not so sure. Just depends how big the bottlenecks are. Uh, Scalp and also yep. China is a factor because if you get three cases in a city of 10 million in China, they close down the city. Uh, yep. No no questions asked. 10 million people Correct. are locked down, and that obviously affects um, you know the biggest trading hub in the world. I mean, maybe Dubai might dispute that, but uh, the fact is that China is so so important, and if people uh, can't go to work, uh, it, it, it closes down. So anyway, yep. let's have a look at the let's have a look at the spot prices now because the dollar rand is 15.40, uh, and that's obviously because there's a risk-off environment this morning, and also I suppose because the uh, South African Reserve Bank's Monetary Policy Committee will be making an announcement uh, mm. mid-afternoon. Um, you... Well, let's touch on that, uh, Lindsay. Okay, I think let's, let's do that. Talk about that because I, I, I think it's it's important. So, so, so I, I think we've we've talked about that two weeks ago. What we're expecting that there's a Reserve Bank to do. We know what their feedback was in November, where they said they, they when they look at their QPM model, 
um, they 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 do think that uh, that that could justify a a raise in interest rate um, every quarter this this year. So so we know that they meet every every two months. So but that that said, um, we expecting. Uh, another quarter of interest rates today, so so that that'll take our repo rate to four percent. When I look at the consensus currently, and I look at Reuters consensus, there's 22 economists that that provide their consensus. They're not in. The, they're not. They're not really looking exactly. Well, 19 of them. Well, it's got the predominant uh, amount of, of economists do see a hike today of 25 basis points. But there's still three economists that said. We might not see any change today. I would lean towards the the the, the, the foremost. Uh, let's call it the the nineteen. I do think that we're going to see that quarter of interest rate hike later today. Yeah, and that will take us to four percent. So, yeah, I think it's a it's a it's a positive sign. Do I think it will make a difference, Lindsay? I don't think it'll make any difference. Of course, um, it won't. You know, in terms of in inflation, because this is not this is not a we we, we don't have. Wait a minute. Look at our unemployment, and you look at the current environment. I mean, we just saw we just spoke about. You know the the the, the uh, retail figures in in Pepco. You know, one point three, one point odd percent growth in revenue. That just tells us this is not demand driven. This inflation is not demand driven. It is supply driven. Yes. And uh, yeah, would it would an interest rate hike really really change it? I don't think it will change the. The majority of the South African population is not affected by an interest rate rise. It's as simple as that. Okay, let me just uh, go back to the spot prices then. The dollar rand, um, 15.39 now. British pound against the rand, 20.66. Euro rand is 17.26. Euro dollar. This is the reason. Of course, I didn't look down at my uh, the lower currency prices. The euro dollar is 112.20, which is a three quarters of a percent rally for the dollar, which is which is a big move in a big, big market. Um, the British pound is 0.6% weaker against the US dollar. It's 134.27. Now, let's go to the United States now. Because last night, the Dow Jones, it flip-flops between value and growth being in favor on a daily basis, not on a monthly basis, on a daily basis, Skulk, because the value stocks represented by the Dow Jones down 0.4%, the S&P down very slightly, uh, the NASDAQ up very slightly. And when I say very slightly, I mean three points. Um, what is last night, FTSE? No. Let's go to the Far East. Tokyo... Yeah, it's getting a big knock, 3.1% weaker. Shanghai down 1.8%. Uh, the Hang Seng, also a nasty session, down 2.6%. And that will be reflected in Naspers and Process, and we'll come to that in a second. And Australia, the all share in Sydney has had a torrid time of late, down 1.8% currently. The gold price, sorry, Scout, but it's still above 1800, 1815. It's all to do with the stronger dollar, nothing to do mm. with, the, with the real value of gold. It's just a currency adjustment. Uh, $32 down. The uh, platinum price is up five, though, to 1024. And palladium, after a very good week, is down $29 an ounce to 2317. The crude oil price, as I said earlier, was way above uh, 90 last evening. It's now below 90. Uh, tex uh, Brent crude, $89.34, down 0.7%. And the West Texas brand is $86.69, which is down three quarters of a percent. But we've got natural gas. Natural gas finally waking up to the Ukraine situation or potential situation for 4.43, which is up 3.6%. US 10-year did get to 1.862%, currently 1.837%. I'm being very precise, but these little fractions are important. The South African 10-year ahead of the um, 
MPC and also in the face of a weaker rand is weaker itself. Well, the yield is higher by five and a half basis points to 9.41%. Bitcoin has had a good week, but it's had a bad session. 36,000, just clinging on to 36,000, which is a 3.3% loss. And just out of interest, the CRB Commodity Index is at a seven-year high this morning. A new high, keeps on making new highs every week. There we go, Skalk. That's my news. And S&P Futures... Yeah. Mm. They're rallying a little bit. They're off their lows, but they're still down one does it and matter? a quarter percent. One and a quarter percent. It means nothing <laughs> until does, tonight. Does it, does, it, does it really matter what the S&P futures are trading uh, half past nine our time? No. And I would immediately answer, definitely not. No, wait till the real session. Okay, how are the indices doing after, what, yeah. 21 minutes of trading? Let's 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 look at some 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 movers and shakers first because um, you, you, were, you were talking about the gold and I'm I'm just going to um, try to try to give some some technical because you, you actually had a nice explanation two weeks ago where you explained this wedge wedge on 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 the gold price. So yes. I, I actually continued on your wedge. I actually drew, drew it and, uh, and 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 now following it. And and when you look at this wedge, it actually broke out of this wedge when we discussed it last week. But now you know, broke back into it. And, and and when we when we see the levels that I would be looking at, you know, for the next day or two, is you can see it's it's moved back into this wedge and now um, now close to the 200-day exponential moving average, which is at uh, $1,801. Now now should that not hold up? It should it break? Then one thing I'm going to be looking at is this lower lows, you know, you, which you were referring to two years ago. This oh, this is higher lows. Sorry, not lower lows. Higher lows, higher lower lows. highs. Yeah. That's it. There's higher lows, which 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 is a definite support line. You know, I do think it, it might might test it because you were mentioning the yes, it's 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 a stronger dollar. But also remember, with rates now seeming to be the interest rate hikes seeming to be sped up or speed up. I mean, this this actually also means that yields are are kicking up a little bit because and that brings some weakness to gold as well. I think you know, should this this higher lows uh, support line hold up. This could give uh, short-term investors, in my humble opinion, uh, you know, some some buying opportunity. Because looking around, you know, I think things are you know, increasingly fearful in the markets, and this will definitely be the area where I'll be focusing just my attention over the next few weeks with this this fearful market. Back to the markets, uh, yes. that uh, just meant that with uh, the pullback in gold, Harmony currently down 7.6 percent, Goldfields down for 5.2 percent. Anglo gold down five percent, and then you can add the two to other diggers. The Amplats down four point two percent. Impala platinum over, you know, let's call it four point one percent. That's basically your biggest drops for today in the in in, in, in a nutshell. So um, when we look at the the the, the index, index not looking much better, but a little bit better than uh, at the opening. It's now you know gone gone. Uh, it's got better than that two percent negativity mark. Currently trading at you know seventy two thousand four hundred and one points. That's on the JSE all share down one point nine percent. The JSE top forty down one point nine four percent. Resources down 2.04%, industrials 1.9%, and uh, financials also down 1.9%. So, pretty negative day. Let's see see how it ends. You know, as as we mentioned, the big swings we've seen in the market for the first three you know days of this week could be uh, you know a, a norm for the rest of the week. So, I'm not going to make a call. You know, how we're going to see the rest of the day. You know, should we see some further weakness, or you know, might we see a bounce later today? I don't know. I wouldn't be betting on the bounce. I still think that uh, you know higher interest rates, or let's call it the, the speed up 
of, of raising interest rates is never going to be good for, for, for the U.S. market, which I do think might put some pressures on global markets as well. Okay, Scott. Thanks very much for that analysis. We look forward to the uh, South African interest rate decision and to the machinations of the U.S. markets, both uh, before and after the opening. Scott is a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth Old Oak in Cape Town, and that was the opening. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.